Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. Just had uh, Frank Saravalli uh, from Daily Faceoff and Al May, former WHL player, longtime uh, Washington Capitals color analyst. I'd say both of those guys are a little bit old school, not afraid to mix in a little new school. Uh, we'll tell you that... Uh, Guests on the show receive gift certificates from Japanese Village for 50 years. Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. Well, ironically enough, over the course of about uh, a one-week span just before Christmas, I bumped into our next guest twice. He has built a frighteningly good junior team, uh, deeper than the Edmonton Oil Kings last year. His team was the team that lost the WHL Championship uh, Series to Edmonton. Uh, We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He is the general manager of the Seattle Thunderbirds, and we welcome uh, I think we had him on the show about seven or eight years ago, uh, Thunderbirds GM Bill LaForge. Bill, it's Bob. How are you doing? Not bad, Bob. Thanks. How are you? Good. First of all, that that name, Bill LaForge, it resonates in this community. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, we, we've all heard the legendary stories. Unfortunately, your dad's no longer with us. Uh, but, uh, you know, how much impact uh, from a hockey perspective and a learning perspective? And, and do you still get people that, that tell you stories about your, you know, Dean Evison, as an example. Um, we were in Minnesota last year, and I, I brought him up. You know, he was a great player for your dad when the, the team was owned by the, the Kamloops team was owned by Peter Pocklington. Uh do, you, do, you still, do people still sort of tell you stories once in a while? Do you hear some stuff around the WHL from uh, back in the day when your your dad's teams had some of the toughest teams in major junior history? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I get it, uh, you know, a little bit now and again. It's uh, I always say, you know, I was very fortunate that, you know, I was close to the teams all the time. I, you know, when they were in Kamloops, I was practicing with the team, uh, even though I was really young. And um, so I, I know the, the, the true stories, I say they're, usually a little bit of uh you know urban legend to some of them by now but uh yeah no i i get it once in a while and it's uh it's fun to reminisce and um you know it's uh yeah it's a different time now but uh back then i mean his players loved him and uh he was uh he was great for me growing up and you know i 
taught me a lot about uh, hockey, but more importantly, just about life and, and uh, you know, being a good husband and a good father. And uh, that's, you know, that's what I take most, most pride in. Awesome. All right. Now, should it be lost to us that, you know, I watched your team last year uh, against the Oil Kings. I'm like, Edmonton's got to get out of the series as fast as they can because they're getting the snot kicked out of them. And ultimately, I hey, it's hard to win the WHL. Um, travel's played a factor. The league's cut from 72 to 68 games. We haven't had a Memorial Cup champion out of the West uh, since the Oil Kings won back in 13-14, uh, and that was a bit of a surprise year. I will say, uh, Bill, I thought that the Oil Kings team last year had Gunther been healthy. And Drysaddle's team with uh, Kelowna in 2015, I think they were the best teams in the tournament in those two years. They just didn't have the first. I mean, Edmonton didn't win a game last year, but their best players were third and fourth line players because of injury. Um, is your? I mean, you're, you're trying to win a team, build a team good enough to win the league, first of all. But I, is it fair to say that you've got a pretty deep squad right now that might be able to go on a significant run here? Yeah, we really believe so. I mean, um, we're dealing with some injuries now, obviously, with with Colton Dock uh, getting injured at the World Junior t- Tournament, and uh, Jordan Gustin's out now, and um, so we're we're dealing with some stuff. But we think as it uh, you know as it falls into the playoff uh, area, we'll be we'll be ready to go, and we have what we think are three first lines and a, and a second line, you know, every night. So. Uh, that that should help us. We're we're really deep on the back end, and and our goaltending is you know deep as well. But you know obviously with Thomas Millich, uh and his World Junior success, people you know across Canada got to see what what we've been seeing here for the last three years. And I mean his uh, the other goalie we have Scott Ratzlaff's at the prospect game and and helped Canada win a gold in the summer. So we think we're really deep. Uh, you know the one thing I, I learned last year was you can't have enough good players when you get into a deep run like that. Um, you know, Edmonton was banged up going into the Memorial Cup, and and we would have been as well if we would have been fortunate enough to get through. Um, yeah, I, I might argue to them, the Oil Kings, they didn't have the same star power the year before, uh, but they might have actually had a deeper team the year before. They just, you know, that the year we played the Alberta-only uh, division. So we're, we're joined right now by Bill LaForge, Jr. He's the general manager of the Seattle Thunderbirds. By the way, you had four players off uh, alone on Team Canada at the uh, – World Juniors, of course, Reed Schaefer. We're going to talk about him in a second. The Oilers' first-round pick, uh, you know, Korchinski on the back end, and Allen, and then your goaltender, Milic. How did your team do in the seven games you guys played while those guys were gone? Yeah, we went un- we went undefeated. So we were, I think, we were seven and zero in the games. I think it was nine zero and one in the ten games that they were gone for total. So yeah, we we did pretty well. All right, uh, so that's perhaps a testament uh, to your team. Uh, from an oiler centric perspective, Reed Schaefer, can you maybe discuss his evolution as a player during your time in Seattle? Yeah, we've been fortunate with Rito. We get to you know we get to see these kids when they're sixteen, and he was. Uh, he was close at 16. We sent him back to the Spruce Grove Saints. Uh, Bram and Rob and, and the guys of the Saints did a great job getting him ready for our level. Uh, when he was 17, we had the we had the bubble season. We played him every night, and uh, you know he played very well. But he just didn't have any uh, goals going the net. I guess you could say he had uh, he had zero goals as a 17 year old. And then you know he came back last year, and you could just see the difference. The you know all the work he put in in the summer. Uh, it you know hit the ground running right away. Ended up with over 30 goals, 31, 32, somewhere around there, uh, and was just a big factor for us every night. He's he's the first guy over the boards for PK. He's on the power play. 
he um, you know he affects shifts nightly just by raising the temperature a little bit and uh you know he's such a good skater through the middle of the ice he he's effective for us all the time uh is it fair to say you don't have quite as tough a team as you had last like did you have a more physical team last year um i think our you know the physicality level might be uh close to last year's team but we don't have the you know the two guys that could just throw the power slap on people uh you know we had bauer and and rempe who were just big big bodies that you know had a little bit of an intimidation factor um, but you know, we still think we have some guys that uh, that play hard, and, and we're a big we're a big group going forward. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to ask you about Schaefer. Does he have a lot of guys that come calling? Not really. I mean, uh, the game's changed so much, uh, you know, in the last number of years. But um, you know, he's always ready to stand up for himself and for his teammates, and he doesn't really get too many uh, invitations. Okay, uh, Ashton McNally, you picked him up out of Junior A. Brendan Escott was saying he thought he was the toughest player in the uh, the Alberta Junior Hockey League. So I, I don't, I, I think he's been dealing with a little bit of a hand issue of late. But he's another guy that gives you a little bit of size, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's he's been great for us. He. Uh, you know, he's a really smart hockey player too, but he does have that that little bit of an intimidation factor. And um, but he like he lands one big open ice hit every night. And uh, yeah, he's dealing with a hand injury, but uh, uh, you know, I know he he has a he has a role with the team, and he knows what it is, and, and he enjoys it. So it's been uh, it's been a great ad for us. We're joined by Seattle Thunderbirds general manager Bill LaForge Jr. Bill, so here's the deal: you said you have three first lines. Obviously, Schaefer, first-line uh, talent. You, you went out, you made a deal with, I think, with Saskatoon to get Brad Lambert. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets have assigned him. Uh, you have Doc, who's out, what, another six weeks? Is that fair to say? You, you expect him back yeah, by April? Porter. Yeah, four to six. Yeah. Okay, so he's going to... And then you're also... Isn't there another guy that you're waiting on that's got a pretty good offensive ceiling as well that you might end up getting? Yeah, we were fortunate to... You know, have the opportunity to acquire Dylan Ginther's rights uh, at the deadline. So, you know, for him, I hope he, I hope he stays in in Montreal, or, uh, Arizona. Sorry, I hope he stays in Arizona for the whole year. And but if if he's going to play in the Western League, he's going to play for us, and that's that's exciting. We think that uh, you know he'd be a great fit on our power play uh, and and in our top nine for sure. Uh, how many conversations have you had with Billy Arm, who, by the way, is a absolute beauty of a guy to talk to? But uh, Bill Armstrong, has there been? Because my understanding is uh, the way it works is is basically they can assign him any time up to uh, the NHL trade deadline. Is that right? Yeah, I think there's some you know there's some uh, contract uh, ramifications about you know number of NHL games he's on the roster for. So. I, I'll be honest with you. I've told the agent and that I'm not going to call. I'm not begging uh, Arizona to send him back. If, if Dylan can play in the NHL, that's great, and I, I would expect him to want to do that. But if they call me and say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do," then I would happily, you know, obviously welcome to our team. I, I just um, I don't want to be that guy that's trying to, you know cheat people out of their dream and that his dream is to play in the NHL and I fully respect that so if he's in the NHL I'm super happy for him and if he wants to come back and or not wants to if he gets sent back you know we want him to be part of our group all right uh, we're joined by Bill LaFord Jr. Bill uh, you got to have D we've talked a bit about the forward depth that you have and some of the options again you're going to get Colton Dock uh, you get uh, Schaefer back from the world juniors 
Lucas Yona has had a wonderful uh, the Flames draft pick. Another kid that's got some bite in his game. He's had a big year. But defensively, you made two separate trades. Uh, one involving uh, Al Prokop's son, uh, Luke. Al's a well-known business guy here in town. Luke Prokop, his brother Josh, is a leading goal scorer in the Alberta Golden Bears this year. Uh, you picked up Luke Prokop from the Edmonton Oil Kings, and then you also made a big deal to get Nolan Allen. How have those guys impacted your top 4D? Yeah, they've been tremendous for us. Uh, we, we felt that we had you know, good defense, but maybe we were lacking a little bit of the penalty killing shutdown type defender so we uh we identified players that we thought could fit that need for us and you know big al and and luke have been have been great for us they uh you know they they don't play the flashiest their prettiest game all every night but they kill penalties and they make it really hard for the team to get to the front of our net and when they're there they're not enjoying it so it's been uh it's been tremendous for us and like i said both guys are a big part of our leadership group and um you know what we believe is a special dressing room um you also got hansel there he was at uh the oilers uh rookie camp uh you know i thought he had some decent moments and he's had a pretty good offensive season for you hasn't he yeah hansy has been great he's leading the league in plus minus by a mile um and he's he's had a tremendous season he's a great offensive uh defenseman sometimes behind Korchinski, you don't hear about him as much, but he's he's defending and his skating is improving. So we you know we think he's a he's a guy that could get drafted this year or will be a player that you know is signed as a twenty year old from our league next year. In the eighteen nineteen season, your second and third leading scorers were Noah Philp and Nolan Vonk, uh, Vulcan. Uh, they went ahead and used their uh, WHL education program money. They attended the University of Alberta. Noah is currently playing for uh, the Oilers farm team in um, uh, Bakersfield. Noah's brother, by the way, Luke Philp, who was the U Sports Player of the Year at Alberta nineteen twenty, is making his NHL debut tonight for the Chicago Blackhawks in Vancouver. Maybe you can speak to the importance of the education route. Uh, Vulcan had a, a big, uh, big weekend this weekend for Alberta. He scored a hat trick against Saskatchewan on Friday night. But I know that it's not all about the focus and sending guys to the NHL. That uh, education remains uh, a centerpiece to what the WHL does. For sure it is. I mean, we're um, our job is to get these players and develop them into better people before even better hockey players and and more educated players. Uh, you know, our guys are all doing very well in school here. As a former teacher myself, it's something that uh, that I put great emphasis on with our players. Um, and you know, the the opportunity to go play at a youth sport level is is something that these guys, you know, when they come in at 16, that's not their goal, but when they, you know, are leaving here at 20, they realize, oh, wow, I'm really fortunate to have these five years of paid school in the bank. Um, you know, and our scholarships are fully guaranteed where, you know, some of the other scholarships that you hear about, they can change a lot drastically yeah, from year to year. So the fact that our guys uh, have that ability and, and choose to do that is something that we're very proud of. You know, we're proud of the Matthew Barzells and Shea Theodores, but we're also proud of the Nolan Vulcans of the world, the guy that's going to go uh, do great things at the U of A playing hockey, but it's also going to be uh, set up for life after he's out of there with a degree. All right. Uh, so handicap this for you, for us. Uh, you've got a team, a lot of people see him as a, a big-time favorite. You're, I think you're only a point ahead of the Portland Winterhawks. They must have a good squad. Kamloops is loaded up. It's going to be a tough year to win the WHL championship, isn't it? Oh, it's extremely tough. It's. I mean, I think you mentioned it earlier. It's 
you know, it's so tough just to get out of our league. You have to, you know, play every night the right way. Um, and then try not to read your press clippings about how good everyone thinks you are and get a big head. But I, I think that, uh, you know, we we're prepared for that. Um, we have experience, probably a lot of more, more playoff experience than some of the other teams in, in our division and in our conference, but it's going to be a battle every night, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to the playoffs for sure. Uh, Robert Morin, who uh, played for uh, your father back in the days of the Enoch uh, Tomahawks when you were about five or six years of age, just wanted to pass along a hello, so it's been involved. Oh, in tell him I said hi. He's a he was he was a great. I think he was my dad's captain actually for the Tomahawks. But uh, nicely done. Uh, nicely done. Yeah, we we. Uh, you used to talk about our men's league team quite a bit on here too, the Fatheads. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, well, some have said the host of the show should have been called Fathead. Hey, uh, great job, <laughs> Bill. Thanks for joining us here. Okay, we'll talk down the road. Anytime, Bob. Thank you very much. You bet. That is uh, Bill LaForge Jr. He is the general manager of Seattle. You heard what he said. Their goal was to have three first lines. If they get Gunther from Arizona, they're going to have as deep a team as we've seen out of the WHL in a long, long time. Um, you know, Brendan, there was a time that the WHL had won like two out of every three Memorial Cups. Of course, that's when they had 16 teams. There are 22 teams. It hasn't been quite the same. We'll wrap up Oilers now with this day in Oilers history. And, uh, yeah, we also got to get to the Oilers Now prospect report. Still to come on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, 15 Edmonton and area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza still making a great star for recommendation is the uh, Mediterranean chicken. Hey, Brendan, I know you like the Texan. Who are the Texans going to take with that number two overall pick? Whoever the Indianapolis Colts don't once they've traded up with, uh, with Chicago. That's my estimation. I think Bryce Young goes number one overall this yeah. year, so I suspect it'll be C.J. Stroud in Texans colors. Okay. Uh, who's the guy at Kentucky? Levis? Yeah, Will Levis. We'll yeah. see. I, he, he's allegedly got some pro-ready tools. Let's go to the Oilers now. Prospect report brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace. Reface. Okay, uh, a few Alberta products actually chosen for the CHL Top Prospects game. Merthorpe's uh, Cohen Zemer of the uh, Prince George Cougars. Grand Perry's Grayson Sachin of uh, Seattle Thunderbirds. Red Deer's Nate Danielson from the Wheat Kings. And goaltenders, you heard it, Scott Ratzlav from Irma, Alberta, and the Seattle Thunderbirds. And uh, Calgary's Jackson Unger from the Moose Jaw Warriors. Now, Connor McDavid asked yesterday about his experience at the Top Prospects game. I played with a couple good players, played with uh, Timo Meyer, and, and he played great. I think Konechny as well, and he was real good. So I was just long for the ride that night. But it was uh, a, a fun game, fun atmosphere. Obviously, everyone's trying to get noticed and you know play play their best hockey, and it's a it's a fun game. It's the best uh, 04 and 05 born players, and they're going at it at Langley Event Center this year, I believe. Yeah, on Wednesday night, it will be on the air. Uh, the Oilers and the Chicago or Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow night. That's a TNT broadcast, 7:52 puck drop. Again, the Blue Jackets the second worst goal differential in the NHL and the fewest road wins. Got to capitalize if you're at Edmonton. In the list, Dan Oilers history for our friends at New West Travel. A reminder, this April, we're going to Cali to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks four nights at the uh, JW Marriott in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, reach out to newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back 37 years ago today. 
I'm getting old. That's all I'm going <laughs> to I bumped into Ryan Nugent Hopkins' dad today, and I was thinking, Nugent's 30 this year. Oh, my. All right, 37 years ago, I was 19 on this date. I remember this game. Go yeah, for the, it. Uh, the Oilers blew a first-period lead. They fell behind 6-4, but rallied to beat the Devils 7-6 in overtime at Northlands Coliseum. Wayne Gretzky with the game winner. Oh. He added three assists as well. Yeah, well, we won't be hearing from Wayne in the next couple days, by the way. It's his birthday on Thursday. Uh, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tomorrow. What's he got shaking? You will hear from uh, Kelly Rudy and you're right, Jody Shelley. Jody's doing a doubleheader because he's doing our show tomorrow at 1 o'clock as well. Yarmulkakalainen's at the Prospects game. So uh, Jody has been willing to step up for us. Uh, Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations on the Wednesday edition of Orders Now, David Staples. And one other great guest likely to join us in the first half hour of tomorrow's show. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Angela Coqua today uh, from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long, everybody, from Orders Now.